It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. Anybody that hasn't heard, we've got word that the Orioles are selling the team, that they have two investors that are going to be taking over, that John Angelos, the Orioles fan base, has long suffered under this Angelos regime. It's been a mess. It's been an absolute nightmare. If a team started to give you hope, you knew it was short-lived because John Angelos was not going to sustain it. And that was the biggest fear that was in the hearts and minds of Orioles fans right now was that this would not be sustainable with John Angelos because he went, he ran to the New York post last year, not, not asked to do it. He just went to do it Mm -hmm. to tell everybody how he basically can't afford to sign uh, multiple players to these hundred million dollar contracts. So a great thing for the Orioles. I ask you this, Robbie, do you sort of feel like, I don't know, maybe it's me because I live close to the area. Do you sort of feel like, Maybe a little bit of uh, a little bit of the ground is shaking in the American League East. As a Red Sox fan, do you, I, as a Jays fan, I kind of worry about the Orioles even more now. If they get a motivated owner, you get a motivated owner with money to spend, and Mike Elias pulling the trigger. Ah, Orioles fans got to be excited, right? Yeah, it, the way I, I see it a little differently than the than the Mets situation, right? Steve Cohen, mm-hmm. that dude was a Mets fan, right? Yeah. Um, there was a there was a different feel to that where it felt like yeah. he was going to be on a, a bit of a mission mm-hmm. right, from the from the early going. Right? Yeah, he had some a fun couple of years, but then he realized, okay, all right, this this ain't fully working. We we tried for the couple of years to put some talent on the field. Worked out the first year, won over a hundred games, but then it yep. collapsed last year. So yep. that's why you bring in Stearns to make some you know better future decisions right you can understand why they did the moves they did because they weren't in a position to you know bring up some young guys they had to go buy players because they didn't have the players to call up right so it makes sense but now they're starting to get that talent they're they're doing it in my the 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 right way right it Mm -hmm. was the right way prior anyway but my point is it feels different with the Orioles, right? Because I, I believe if I were to go to the report here, so it's going to be David Rubenstein of the Carlisle Group and Mike Arigetti of the Ares Management Corporation. I feel like when you when you have big corporations like that, they tend to lean more towards the analytics, right? They like mm-hmm. to have, you know, people put in place, right? Okay, what is going to be the best business decision value wise, mm-hmm. right? Where they, yeah. they you know, you have these advisors in there and it's going to be I, I just they don't feel like where, where Steve Cohen almost felt like a sort of like a rebel in a way, right? It kind of gives me that vibe a little bit. I could be very wrong, but it doesn't feel like, you know, a corporate kind of a guy, right? right. Feels more of like a yes, insanely wealthy but gives you almost more of like that at, you know, welcome to the family kind of a feel where mm-hmm. when it comes to these groups, right. These big corporations, it's more like they're looking at the, num- they're looking at the analytics. They're looking at the numbers. I'm not saying Steve Cohen's not that right. But these corporations tend to lean very heavily into that stuff. So my point being right. is I don't see them just going out and just throwing money at people. Like sure. that's not the vibe that I got. 
right away, right. right off the bat. The, and but. and I think, that, and that's not what Orioles fans even want them to do. They, I don't think Orioles fans want them. And and the way the the team is set up right now is to go out there and and be a, a spender like the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Mets. I think what they want them to do is to get the talent and keep the talent. Uh, and 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 what the worry was that with this flood of talent coming in all at the same time there was just going to be this inability to keep and it's still going to be difficult okay i mean as as you get to a point where rutchman and gunner and jackson holiday and and you keep on going westberg develops into a stud and mayo develops into a stud and Kowser develops into a stud and you got hayes and you got mountcastle and you got they can't keep them all but you have to identify the three get them done do what the braves are doing Angelos was never going to do that. They have to do what the Braves are doing and execute these contracts that sort of give put the team in a position where they don't get crushed uh, with, oh, we got it. Now we, get, we, we slept on this. Now we got to give this player $35 million a year yeah. straight out of arbitration. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that's that's one element here. We, we do have a lot of comments in the live chat. A lot of, there's, there's some heavy Baltimore uh, viewership here tonight. Uh, quick yeah, shout out to comment on one of them. Con, Con Man Junior one. Yeah, we had the comment. I also want to give a shout out to Con Man who dropped a super chat earlier. Uh, how are things going in the park? I know you're going to get to it, but be uh, but be ready for you and Robbie to see the O's at the top of the vision for a while now. Thank God Angelos is going away. Uh, we do have there's Cal Ripken Junior is going to be a part of the ownership group. I believe Rubenstein is from Baltimore. But here's the thing, it, what I what I feel best about for the Orioles is that Mike Elias is running the show. And I think that that is going to be key for them. They don't need to go out and be crazy, but they, they need to strike when the moment is right and not have an owner that doesn't want to spend money. It, it, it doesn't have to spend the most money, but you got to, got to, you got to have a guy that's willing to spend money or guys that are willing to spend money. And John Angelos just wasn't John Angelos was one of the five worst owners in Major League Baseball. And his and his father, Peter Angelos, sort of set the standard as well. So it's it is a great day for for the Orioles, the Orioles world that the Angelos family's moving out. Yeah, and I know I will I will give them us from a business point of view, I will give them a little bit of credit because I think they did they set this up probably the best way possible right mm -hmm. where there's not a lot of payroll right because when, when these guys yeah. you know they're buying right they're looking to take over a franchise organization it's probably i would i would imagine it's probably a little better that there's not a whole lot of uh you know bad contracts right right and there's obviously a lot of great contracts on here these guys are getting paid minimal and they're winning 100 games last year mm -hmm. so i will give them a little credit there at the end of the day, yes, Elias was the one that kind of put all this together. At the end of the day, though, it all trickles from the top, right? They were mm -hmm. the one that brought in Elias. So they put together the organization to be in this position, right? So I'll give them a little credit there. You know, but it's funny going back the last couple of off seasons, I've been thinking like, man, you know, Carlos Correa just seemed perfect for them. All right. I know they had yeah. younger guys coming up too, but you know, someone of that caliber over the last couple of years seemed right, right? However, it, now it's funny in hindsight, when you look back at the last couple of years, well, it all makes sense now. And usually this stuff is in the works. 
for over a few years, right? Yep. It's never like they wake up one day, you know, let's just sell the team, right? <laughs> this has been in the works, and I'm not surprised it has. that the way they've been acting now, and of course, we've seen the reports prior to that they were looking to sell, but this is why they've been really stingy, especially this offseason, right? That to me was very telling that you just won 100 games and they weren't doing anything, right? I don't think they, moves. but you know what? I don't think they would have eat regardless. I really don't think that John Angelos was going to do the 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 one element from a business standpoint that I think lines up perfectly is the stadium deal. So John Angelos was dragging his feet on this stadium deal, wanted to wanted to secure a deal that would allow him to develop the area around Camden Yards and it took forever. This was the final year of their lease with the state and they didn't get the deal done until the 11th hour. And even then, then they got some pushback from uh, some political heads in the area. In the end, they got it done. But from a business standpoint, John Angelos did a good job there because he set that up so that this new ownership group has the opportunity to, to do their improvements and do what they want to do. So that is fantastic. I still don't think because, um, and I go back to the trade deadline last year. They did nothing at the trade deadline. And I think that comes from ownership. Um, I just, I, the Angelos family, I know they got it. I mean, and maybe that Chris Davis contract, if, if Peter Angelos and John Angelos ever wanted a reason to not spend big money on players, that Chris Davis contract is, is example a, but there are some moves and Hey, you know what? That Carlos Correa thing. It's, it's great that they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fantastic that they didn't do that because they have the position players. They need the pitching. Yeah. And, uh, and one more thing to, I, yeah, I, I agree. Right. And it ended up working out in hindsight. Um, and one thing I want to touch on is I saw some people talking about Kyrie Jr. Yes. He will have a small ownership mm -hmm. with the Orioles. It doesn't say, at least I haven't seen anything uh, specific, um, how much that is going to be. Um, at the end of the day, though, I do want to make it, you know, very clear, right? You got Rubenstein of the Carlisle Group and the Aries Management Corporation, right? Those are going to be the the two massive pieces. Cowrickham Jr., yes, he'll have a, a stake, right? He'll have a suite. He'll have a suite. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's more, you know, he'll be the, who, who knows? We'll have to wait and see what how this all unfolds. We'll, we'll probably find out more over the next week, I would imagine, but if I'm thinking of Cal Ripken Jr.'s role, obviously it's Cal Ripken Jr. first off, mm -hmm. right? Orioles mm -hmm. legend, Living legend in yep. baseball. So, yes, uh, there's that baseball side, obviously, the baseball knowledge. And I just – I see him more as like – I don't want to say an advisor because he's obviously going to have some ownership in here, yeah. right? But that's kind of how I see him a little bit. Like I, I'm curious to see how much say he mm -hmm. will have. I don't know that answer. Yet. Yeah, I mean, he'll be he'll be in the meetings, right? He'll be yeah. there. He'll he'll be a presence at some ownership activities and meetings, right? They won't have to, you know, bring him in as an advisor, right? He won't have to be that. He's, he's the he'll face. be a part owner. He'll be there for Orioles yeah. Fan Fest. He'll be there for all that stuff. He'll be in meetings. He'll he'll have, you know, some kind of say on some aspects of the team, but certainly um, he's not going to be the guy that says we need Jordan Montgomery, go get him. Yeah. But I think that uh, it's, I think Orioles fans are going to probably like that. Again, the Angelos family, there was such a disconnect 
and, and here's the other great thing. This is inside the organization stuff because, again, anyone want to know my background? I worked for WBAL Radio. WBAL Radio was the flagship broadcast station for the Baltimore Orioles. I've been in the warehouse for Orioles meetings. I've sold Orioles sponsorships. I have friends who work for the Baltimore Orioles. It's like we get myself in trouble, but I don't. I don't think this is going to go far enough to where I can get yeah. in trouble. But people that have worked for the Orioles, the white collar. People that have worked for the Orioles have said that the Orioles are a mess internally. And that goes right to the top. And this is not baseball operation stuff. This is other elements of the team, too. Yeah, yeah. So you got to think that you get a new ownership group in. You get Cal in there. You, you just have a complete facelift. Yeah. And so many things could get better now for this organization on the field, off the field, behind the scenes, community-related all that stuff could be uh, uh, tenfold. Yeah, improved. they definitely seem to be going in the right direction, and it is interesting. You know, I hate to tie this back. I, I hate to always try to tie things back to my Red Sox, but isn't it interesting, kind of how we're seeing the Red Sox operate this offseason? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that's the same thing, but it makes you wonder a right. little bit. You know, I don't know. Well, that's the kind know. of stuff you need to be, you need to make some friends with some people who are like with the Red Sox, but not like that with the Red Sox. Like they go to yeah. work there every day. They go to work there every day so they can give you the dirty, but they don't like have up, you know, baseball operations stuff. They're not players. They're just, they're the people that go to work there. That's yeah, those are the people sure. that I, those are the people that I knew. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I do just find it interesting. Yeah. Right? Cause it's just, you know, if you just Weird. look at what the Orioles have done over the last couple of years, their payroll is like, what? Hold on, I had their payroll pulled up. What is their payroll for this coming year? It's a hundred million. That's crazy. Literally, you're paying a million dollars per win, right? That's that's nutty. That's yeah. crazy. Um, I don't that's, know, man. Yeah, it's I we could talk about we could talk about this in circles. I, I think it's why they should, I mean, that's why you need to look at the, the players that you can extend right now. Get some, get some cheap, get some Brandon Lau, get some Ozzy Albies, get some Freddie Peralta deals done now. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Spot Rack and look those up, guys. Those watching on YouTube, those listening on the podcast, go look those contracts up. Go get an Emmanuel Class A deal done. Go do those contracts now, so that way you don't get crushed in 2027. 